We want to talk about faith. We want to talk about um, politics. We want to talk about race. We want to talk about pop culture. Literally, everything, 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 everything is up for discussion, and that's what French culture is about. about, about, about. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Brunch Culture, the weekly show where everything is up for discussion. I apologize that I'm laughing because I told myself I was going to start something new. We're recording and starting the show off, and it just completely went o- didn't go over too well with Lisa. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, yeah, I was so somebody. Like, yeah, I'm 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 Randall Keith. Um, this is Brunch Culture. <laughs> what? So you know what? I just realized I say Lisa V, but do am I? Were we saying Lisa Victoria at the beginning? I don't remember. I think so. I think it I just think got we. It just got shortened over the time. Over yeah, the years. yeah. Okay. I think okay. we kind of like. We started off with one thing, and then over time, some way, we kind of just flustered out. I don't know. Okay, it's fine. Either I'm Bob. Way, fine. I'll I think I'm gonna start both. going by the name Bob. Randall K. I'm instead of that. I think I'm gonna go by Bob. I really enjoy the name Bob. Like seriously, is that a joke? No, I'm dead serious. I I really like the name. Like if I could what? change my what? name, I would change it to Bob. So would it be Robert? Because you remember Bob is usually short for Robert. No, like I want it to be B.O.B. I really like the name Bob because I went to this play when I was a kid and this guy died and he was he went to heaven. He was trying to see if he can get in. And he said that my name is Bob. It's spelled B.O.B. Even if you spell it backwards, it's correct. And I thought that was like the funniest thing in the world. So I was like, I wish my name was Bob because you can't misspell it. Like, get it? Yeah, it It was funny when I was a kid. I thought it was hilarious. I'm ever learning about you. You know, every time I get on a plane now, I think about the fact that you say it's not real. Yeah, it makes me laugh. That's how still it's still real to me. That's how I get through it. It's I look out. I I look out the window. It looks like it's just some some screen that they put down there and they're showing me a bunch of stuff, especially when we get in the clouds. That's not real either. So hi, my name is Bob and I think plane rides aren't real. You know, so this is off task. It's not even on our script from a most of the orange juice, but I just thought about it. What's that? You saw United did something crazy again. They killed the dog. He put I the dog in the overhead. Bin. That. So I didn't read the article, but I saw the headline and I thought it was, I was like, this has to be like spoof news because who would put a dog in an overhead bed? He didn't fit under the thing. So I was like, at first, it, when I first heard it, I thought the dog had died on the plane. Right, right. And then he put it over the overhead bed. But apparently the dog was alive, alive. and then died over the overhead but, but think about it. It's the overhead bed. Like they say, be careful because stuff moves around in the overhead bed. I just imagine that it's not that much that much oxygen going inside the overhead bin if it's closed off. It's like a container. Like, and I wonder how long that plane ride was. Who thought that was a good idea? I, the owner didn't object. Then you're not putting my. Dog. I guess they didn't have a. I guess they didn't have a door to so get off the plane. Maybe they couldn't miss the flight. 
don't, I just don't, I don't see it. They didn't have anywhere else on the plane to put the dog. No, that's what I'm saying. Nowhere else. Like there wasn't an extra seat. Y'all could have given them. I don't know if, was it too tall? Could we have flipped the the, the cage like to the other side? To Can you take the dog out? Maybe take him out, sit him in your lap as if it was a kid. I don't know. I feel like there has to be some other that there, there had to be another way to do this. Who who thought it was a great idea to put the live anything, something that's alive in an overhead bin and clank it down? I just, somebody just had to know that was a bad idea. But that's yeah. United. That's why they going to be bankrupt by the time they finish paying out all these cases. This is it why um, I try to fly everybody, everybody else, but United. Yeah, I have them my, and I have my top three. Yeah, I have my top three: JetBlue, Delta, and Southwest. I try to go for those. Um, every time I say Southwest, people look at me sideways. But Southwest has good deals. I don't have to pay for bags. If I'm going somewhere where I know I'm gonna have to check a bag, I try to find a Southwest flight because I don't want to have to pay for baggage fees. I just don't. So I'm flying them for the first time next week to Chicago. So I hope it's a pleasant experience because you and Vanna love Southwest. Yeah. And this is my first time flying them, so I hope it's pleasant. If not, set I'm gonna your be alarm. Set your alarm for 24 hours before your flight. Download the app. Whatever time it is at the 24 hour mark, make sure you check in right then. And I already downloaded the app. Okay, good. So make sure that you set set an alarm on your phone for 24 hours before to go in and check in your Southwest flight. You want to get in like a A or B boarding group. Once you if you get in there early, you good. You can pick any seat on the plane that you want. Anywho. Yeah. Uh, so we got mimosas and orange juice to get into, and as always, it's just a bunch of a bunch of crap. So we're gonna start with the negative. Yeah, let's start Our with president. I don't even know if that's really negative. I was gonna say it's probably more on the positive list. <laughs> I guess it's so. What is negative? T- I say it's probably positive because I feel like all of this shows all of the problems that we were talking about before. And so we really people really get to see him and everybody that were naysayers could say, hey, but then this probably is negative because those people, as they always say, he said his base, he can he can go outside and shoot somebody in the head and his base still going to support him. So. And I think I really do think that's true. That's yeah. really sad, but it's really true. Yeah. And I just the thing that got me and he did this with um, Comey, too. He fired them over Twitter on Twitter on Twitter. How do you wake up and everybody say, hey, you seen Twitter? You fired your 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 way of communicating your way of really knowing what your boss is thinking is really reading tweets. Unless you worked at Twitter, that would never make any sense. You know, like, even if you worked at Twitter, I would expect you to have some sort of meeting where you guys get together and you talk about, hey, here's what today's plan is. Or, hey, here's your performance evaluation. Hey, this isn't going how I thought it was going to go. Let's, you know, we're going to let's end this amicably. We can walk away. And then you go and tweet and say, hey, I kicked him out. But maybe if Twitter justified, 
we want to be open and transparent and we want all of our employees to use Twitter so we communicate everything through tweets. That would make sense. The president of the United States, not so much. <laughs> I, I, and I he does it consistently without any respect. It's like you don't respect this man you put in. You can't respect him to do this. Granted, he did call him a moron, so maybe he felt salty and that was his way of getting him back. I don't know. But even that but, is problematic, right? Like, where where are we? Is this high school? Um, I can get... So... I can get you saying, hey, I'm going to fire him because he called me names or he's not being a team player, whatever. That's fine. But we do it on Twitter. And I think that Twitter speaks to the attention that he needs. Like he is this is all done. I truly believe and I, I remember us talking about this during the campaign. I truly believe any type of conversation about this man any type of talk good bad indifferent as long as you are talking about him that does something important to him so i feel like he makes these choices to fire people through twitter to start a conversation and to continue a conversation i don't care about him i don't care what news outlet you look at where you going you see him right and i think there's a part of him that really enjoys that yeah, he gets off on that. Like yeah. he really does. He needs it to to thrive. If yeah. not, that's it. That's why he fired Bannon because Bannon was getting too much news attention, yeah. and they were like, he needed it all on himself. And that's dangerous. That's really dangerous. It's like the media really has control over him. Just stop talking about him. I wonder if everybody. I mean, I know it's impossible because he's the president. But if everybody just stopped talking about him, I wonder, like, would he just quit? I was going to say he would quit. He probably would literally get up and just walk out. He'd be, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it would be no, it would be done. There'd be no more. There'd be nothing else to talk about. Be nothing else to say simply because, yeah, I, I really and truly think that his interest and in what he really wants is just talking attention. I don't necessarily know that he cares about people criticizing him or if he considers that I think that it really is just, I want you to talk about me. As long as you're talking about me, we're good. If it seems that I'm doing something that people are all on board for, people aren't talking enough about, uh, what can I do to just talk about you again? You know, I think it's that type of situation. I think it really is more about, what can I do to spark conversation to get to wake up and see my name in news and media and on on television screens and and notifications and and on Twitter? Like, what can I do to continue to push that? As long as that's happening, I'm good. It's unfortunate, and he is our president, and that's what's even more unfortunate. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but on a positive note, Black Panther passed a billion. One billion dollars in what twenty six days? They said. Yeah, it's it's really phenomenal. It's really amazing. Everybody's selling Wakanda product, Wakanda products. I'm like, are y'all going to jail for copyright infringement? <laughs> but my friend told me that it's some kind of parody law that allows you to do it as long as um, you're not saying you represent Marvel. But I was like, uh... man. Yeah, everybody's everybody's all the way, all the way, all the way on it. Build a bear. Build a bear has a Black Panther bear. 
But I feel like they would they would get the proper license because they're uh, a big company. But everybody seemed like they just randomly creating a company selling products. Oh, like like shirts and stuff media. like Wakanda Forever. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I actually and, saw but two of them. And I said I was gonna order them this weekend though. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are we supposed to be selling this? It's like everybody like decided to sell Nike products. You can't do that. <laughs> no, but uh, honestly, it's just like think about like if you go to a, a Martin Luther King Day parade, you got all these vendors that they have. Oh, it's MLK reading in his study shirts of that, or even just going to like concerts. If you go to a concert and you have all these people that are selling t-shirts, all they did was went to Google down, like screen printed the picture on there and say, Oh, I'm going to sell this shirt for $20. I guess just get in how you, Hey, get in how you fit in. It's business. If they can make a dollar, they can't be mad at them. And they're probably making way more than a dollar because there's, like I said, there's two Wakanda Forever shirts that I saw. And I was like, hmm, it's a Wakanda Forever and the Hey Auntie one. I really want to get. Now, nah, the Hey Auntie one is fire. Yeah, it's it's really fun. But I saw one guy when I was back home that had one. And his looked kind of dingy. So, oh. yeah, it just didn't look like it was good quality. So, I, I, I kept looking. And I'm like, hmm, let me... You know, you should have got one made at that place. We got them shirts made that time. (laughs) Those low budget shirts. (laughs) I still wear mine. Don't talk about them shirts. That shirt still, (laughs) it washed good. I was, so I I actually wore it twice and I didn't wear it again because I was afraid to wash it. So I feel like if I, I was like, if I wash this, I feel like all my hopes and dreams. It it still, it stay on. Seriously? Okay. Yeah, I don't wash mine several times. Cause he made those shirts in like ten minutes. Yeah, I mean, better quality than some of the stuff I done yeah. bought. I was, I was, That's why I was nervous because I kept saying, I was like, so. This but we bought like- those shirts from the store though, and we brought them to him. So we had those were pretty decent quality shirts in themselves. Yeah, but the printing and- on them—that's what I was concerned about. I was concerned with like the the circular part that that was going to start to peel. Or it was yeah, gonna complete. Okay, I thought, and you know, I, I have the red one, so I also thought that the red was gonna it was gonna be like die, and it's gonna come over and mess up stuff. Cause I, I I I thought about it. I was like, this dude actually printed this in both of these in probably less than ten minutes. I remember him taking the image, cutting it out, putting it on the presser, holding it down, pressing, it, and just pulling it up. And I was like, yeah, yeah this. Not I was about to go get a shirt made up today. I don't know. We might need to start our own Wakanda forever. <laughs> Go to him. Well, not a Wakanda shirt. I was going to get one made for G3, but I was like, man, I don't know if I want to really go to golf air right now. Hey. Oh, where was that? Norwood? Yeah, ain't it the same But thing? I was oh. like, I might go. I was like, wait, didn't it merge into the same thing? But no, nah, it's, it's not going to One of the golf. problems I had is you got to go get cash and you can't, you know... And then I don't even know what booth it is. And you know how last time I tried to ask for a booth. <laughs> People was looking at you like, what? No, fam. I'm not finna tell you, send you down to the competition. Remember that one guy was like, well, what you need? Uh, <laughs> I need you to tell me where this is to located. The, right. To, to tell me where this place is, fam. Well, you going on the run? I am going on the run, too. I went on the run the first time and I'm going... On the are run you going again. to DC? Are you going to Atlanta? Or are you? I'm going to New Orleans and oh. Philadelphia. Oh, you too. Okay. Yeah. 
You already bought both of them, Priest? Well, I bought. I have the uh, the New Orleans one, and then I'll get the the Philly one probably tomorrow. It's really it was going with. So I was planning to go with uh, a few friends, and then another one of my friends was like, "Yo, I'm going. I got a ticket." going to the one in new orleans you want to go i got an extra one you want to go and i was like uh, uh 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 but i wanted to see the last show in new orleans i couldn't make it i right, bet i'll go so that's how it works so i'm gonna see it should be a good concert though the first the first on the run was pretty good are they um, having new music they're gonna come out with so i think i think that this album i think that this concert i think before the concert they're gonna kick off uh, a joint album because I remember in the, I think it was a podcast interview, Jay-Z talked about how Lemonade kind of came about. And it was, they were working on music together and she kind of branched off. It kind of made more sense for the, the stuff that she was creating. It kind of kind of formed into Lemonade and it made more sense for her to branch off and do that. And so... I think that, and there was already speculation that they were working on a joint album. So I think that the stuff that they were working on together, they're going to release an album and that's why they're doing a tour again. And I say that only because that's what really makes sense. That's the only thing that would make sense at this point for them to tour again. Now, both of them have, you know, extremely big catalogs and music. Like, obviously, they could do another tour, but I feel like they've already done it once. So it only makes sense to do it if you're going to have new music that people can get into that's at least that's what i think they'll probably drop an album surprisingly next week yeah that's what i think is gonna happen they're gonna drop an album and then yeah it's gonna work out yeah i would have thought they would have did it in reverse but i guess they're like we did it that way last time where they drop an album didn't do a tour but yeah they they honestly they can do whatever they want i was just gonna say they really can do whatever they want to literally the people knew I I kept saying, I said, I'm not going to get these tickets. I'm not going to get no tickets. I'm not going to get no tickets. I ain't going to get no tickets. If I get tickets, I'm going to get tickets closer to summertime. I probably have to go to StubHub and get them, you know, right before the show, just because, you know, they were available. I'll be darned. <laughs> so it's it literally took like a couple people to hit me up and was like you going and i'm like uh i don't know i don't know okay yeah so we going so we're going on this date you sh- you you gotta come um the tickets gonna cost this much all right i'll make i'll make it happen oh no but uh, we're going too i'm going here and i was like i right, i'll make it happen so yeah i knew it was gonna happen i mean the last couple concerts it's kind of it's kind of been that way and i actually wanted to go to the jay-z 444 concert um but it was sold out here it was out of so yeah the the tickets that i was gonna pay for because i'm not one of those people no knock to anybody else i'm not paying five six hundred dollars for a ticket i'm just not gonna do it um i can do probably my max is like 350 and i feel like that's generous (laughs) um and you got good seats yeah like for me yeah it depends on like what the venue looks like um so i can do that i can't do i don't want to do like a 70 dollars seats because i'm probably going to be super high up in the nosebleed that all i'm doing is enjoying the person that's next to me and watching the screen i can't even see like the figure that's performing um so i'm not going to do that and then i'm also just not paying two thousand dollars 
um, I'm not paying honestly anything over three fifty. <laughs> I'm just not gonna do that. Uh, it don't really make sense from my pockets. I know people got it. Um, I actually know or saw connected to on Instagram uh, to two people that actually bought the like twenty was it twenty two hundred dollar tickets or something like that. And I was mm-hmm. looking at like the past of what they get, and it seemed cool, but nowhere in there that I said like you get a meet and greet with like Jay Z and Beyonce, you sit down and talk to them. So I was kind of like, I don't know if that's, yeah, no, I don't know if that's worth it for me. I don't think I'm doing that. <laughs> but yeah, I'll be on the run. You plan to go? Nah. No. Yeah. Not a I, fan. You not? Are you a I'm concert not, person? I'm not. I mean, I I think her music is great. I'm not in the Beehive. Gotcha. Well, so you gotta be in the Beehive to go. Well, I mean, I know I don't have to be in the Beehive, but I've just never really, you know, I'm a Kelly Rowland fan more than anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I yeah. like Jay stuff, but I'm not too. I'm not a concert goer. Gotcha. So probably why. Yeah. How about an album though? Gotcha. I'm. I love concerts and I love like live music, bands, instrumentation. And they both actually give a really good show. Um, I was pretty, pretty, pretty impressed. I'd already seen Beyonce once when I went to the last on the run. Um, I'd never seen Jay-Z, but they both, yeah, they both give a pretty good show. So it was pretty dope. Did you go to the Bad Boy show? Now, Um, that show I wanted to go to. I did not go to the Bad Boy show. I know I didn't go to that one for sure because it was sold out. I was pissed because I was trying to get tickets to it. And that one was definitely sold out. Yeah. I felt like I would have liked that. I heard it was a great show, though. Um, Yeah. So the students walked out. Yeah. Kudos. Honestly, kudos to young people, man. Young people. And I say this and I still consider myself a young person. (laughs) Forget what the the, uh, number of years say. But I thought it was great that their students this was organized and something that was being done across the country but also across across the world um i saw that there were people in like london and uh other countries that just were like other places that were students were also staging a walkout to show solidarity and i just thought it was i think they said maybe like in like south africa or something like that um, oh wow! Yeah, it was. I thought it. I just think it's really dope. I think it's dope how people are using these young people are using social media to continue to put push this narrative and to put pressure um, on the powers that be, on people that have the dollars and have money to say, "Hey, this is a thing. This is something that we need to take seriously. This is something that we're not going to sit by idly and doing it. And what you have to remember is that the way that you respond today, we are the future. We are tomorrow. We are the people that will be, you know, making, writing the checks and making the money, running your companies, running our own companies. We honestly have the power. So we will put pressure on you to get, to get things done. And I just thought it was, I thought it was really dope. I thought it was extremely inspiring. And it kind of reminds me that, you're never too young to do something. Um, I actually called my younger brother and had a conversation with him about it today, just getting his thoughts and his feelings and just encouraging him to like, hey, um, 
you know, you can start to think about these things. Don't be afraid to to use your voice. Don't be afraid to link up with somebody. And if you feel passionate about something, make it happen. I just think it was dope. Yeah. Y'all tell us what y'all think about what we talked about mimosas and orange juice. What y'all think about the students, what y'all think about 45 and how he fires people on Twitter. Black Panther, Jay-Z and Beyonce on the run. Are y'all going on the run? Have y'all already got y'all tickets? Let us know. Hashtag chat BC. And we'll be back with our main dish. All right, y'all. So we are back and it is time to get into the main dish portion of our show. And this week we're going to talk about this article that we found that came out uh, January 30th of 2018 in the Washington Post. And it is titled Stop Charging Me to Attend Your Celebration. Hashtag guests don't pay. Basically, I'll just give like a... A quick synopsis of the article, right? So the article in a nutshell pretty much talks about why people that are having events to celebrate birthdays, uh, engagements, anything celebratory that you're inviting somebody to, that person should not be expected, if they're your guests, to come to celebrate you, they should not be expected to pay. So... (laughs) We did some investigative research (laughs) before we started, and we kind of found out a little bit more about the author of this and just noticed that just to kind of this is right before we started recording. So (laughs) we noticed that she yeah, she might be her problems may be a little different than ours. Um you know, maybe she's just in a different group of people. We just have different expectations. We thought (laughs) this was like a peer that was writing this and this is not, and this is not to like shame anybody or like go in on her. Um, She seems like a very intelligent lady, but I kind of think that this article doesn't really work for us for a number of reasons <laughs> and it seems like before I kept thinking like who is this person like this does not make sense I can't imagine one of my friends who are all you know fairly successful have got good salaries good careers entrepreneurs like they're doing their thing I can't imagine them agreeing to this and so then you know we did some research and about her and it's like oh well maybe this is why you feel this way we're not even yeah. coming from the same place you got like a whole other things going on like you got a bit a bunch of extra commas that maybe that's like the standard for you but this just don't make sense for us yeah and- i was gone when she it said she joined the paper in 1992 because i was just a smooth five smooth yeah five years old 87 92 uh, uh, five years old just about to grace kindergarten <laughs> i just yeah i'm not at the place where i'm i'm doing it so anyway um, let's get into it, yo. Uh, I guess what? Yeah, what did you think about it? Well, I this is the thing. I feel like when I'm invited to a birthday celebration at a restaurant, I already know that everybody's paying for their own meal. Like I've just, it's never crossed my mind unless they've stated prior to that we rented out the facility and it's free. We aren't supposed to pay for our own meal. Yeah. I, yeah. And that 
And then she got upset in the article when it says that we are going to pay, give money towards the person's birthday and like their meal uh, or celebration. Mm -hmm. The only time I don't expect to pay is at a reception. And some of them, some people start to have that too. Now that's too much, but that's the only place I expect not to pay. Right. Right. A wedding reception. So... So for me, this article is talking about a thousand different things and kind of grouping it all into one. Right. Um, And then just to make sure I wasn't crazy, I send this I send this article to you. I send it to a few other friends because my thoughts are, let me check myself self because I read it and I'm like, self, okay, self, have you been doing this all wrong? (laughs) Mind you, uh, uh, uh. Maybe just over a month before I had a birthday, like brunch, right? Mm-hmm. And that was very last minute and very much so, like, hey, I'm going here at this time. If you're available, you can come. I ain't pay for nobody. <laughs> On top of the fact that I invited you maybe the night before. And yeah it was maybe the night before and in some cases probably a few hours before um so i don't i just i feel like she's talking about a bunch of different things but so let's break it down just as you said i feel like when somebody is having a birthday celebration at a restaurant i automatically know that i'm paying for myself why do i automatically know this because under what circumstances is one adult going to want to pay for another grown behind adults meal just because they're so it's that I don't know that we're doing that right just because um I think that there are times when you can go out with your you can go out with a friend or a couple friends and maybe you like want to pick up the tab that's cool I don't necessarily know if I'm in that position um, to do that more than maybe once a year. <laughs> I don't know if I'm like, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's the thing. And then the other thing. Yeah. So that's, that's like one thing. I feel like she's talking about that, but then she also kind of groups in the problem of having to pay for the person's whose birthday it is, which I will say, I think that nobody should be forced to do it. I automatically assume that if I'm going to a birthday celebration of my own, that I am covering my own. Um, But then I also know that I have friends, close friends that we kind of do that. Right. So if it's your birthday, I'm going to pay for you because you're my friend. That's just how we do it. You just paid for me. Yeah. It's like, you're my (laughs) friend. Like this is to celebrate, commemorate your birthday it's just a moment like it's what it however many dollars i can spare this to say happy birthday in lieu of getting you a gift right like i maybe i would have gotten you a gift but since i'm not doing that i'm gonna pay for your 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 dinner that kind of is i feel like that is just one of those things for our maybe it's our generation that we just know so i don't know a time that I've been at a restaurant and I was expected to chip in for somebody and I didn't know it. I just lied. I do remember one time. And that was, I wasn't invited. I was invited. I was a plus one for, I was a plus one for somebody. And, uh, 
they end up saying, we're going to split the bill for the birthday girl. Well, I don't know the birthday girl. I know the birthday girl's friend. <laughs> so <laughs> I was a little kind of like, uh, wait, this is awkward, yada, yada, yada. And then somebody said, hey, I actually think it should just be her friends that's covering her bill, not everybody else because everybody else kind of brought a plus one so it's like i don't really think that everybody should have to pay i think it should just be her friends and then like two people end up just covering the bill just on the the whim of like hey we'll do it for you it is what it is but even that situation i don't know it was something maybe like 20 people there right so it probably is going to be an extra like five bucks whatever but i can kind of see that but i feel like that's completely different than saying oh you're inviting me to a meal and I got to pay for myself. Like, what? And then this is that person's celebration. So I got to pay you to celebrate with me? To me, that sounds a little backwards. If we're going to mm-hmm. a restaurant where you can order what you want, you have free reign to do it. Just like you come here and order anything, I feel like you have the freedom to reject it. Say, I ain't going to do it. And just don't do it. You know, like, that to me... I don't know. That just makes, I'm like, that just makes sense. If I don't want to pay for someone, then I don't. And even if somebody is trying to drop something on me, drop a tab or a bill, say, Hey, you got to pay for this person. I can say, no, I don't know them, which I was fully in the situation that I had. I was a hundred percent prepared to do. Like I, one thing that you will never get me with is my money. I'm never, <laughs> never, 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 never going to be ashamed, afraid or embarrassed to speak up about how I spend my money. Everybody that knows me knows that the one thing that I don't like is for people to take away my choice. Don't take away my choice to do something. So if you I'm coming somewhere and you're telling me that I'm automatically paying for something that I didn't understand that I was going to pay for. My accounting mind starts ticking and I'm like, no, fam, this this don't add up. This don't make sense. My money is being allocated in places that I didn't agree to. This is not the budget I set for myself. I'm not going to do it and I won't do it. And it's not I ain't mad at nobody. I'm just not going to do it. So I feel like that. I don't know that people are out there doing doing it that much, but maybe it is like, I don't know, you know, like. <laughs> you like, maybe it is a thing. I don't know. <laughs> maybe people are literally out here getting gooped. When they're going to restaurants and and then she was like, people run out on the check. I'm like, that's the whole other what thing. What kind of circle are you this in? This is why. Okay, so I'm glad you brought that up, right? Because <laughs> that's a whole other problem. <laughs> that I feel like she's looping in. But fam, who are you friends with? Savages? Like, <laughs> how they running out on the bill, fam? Like, I don't hang out with people who run out on bills. I, now I hang out with people who pay their bills. Yes, and you. I feel like, look, so we're going to birth. I'm going to birthday celebrations for my friends, right? I should know at this point if you're going to run out on your bill. Who is running out? And this is why I thought that this was somebody like a peer of ours because. Who is she hanging with at that age? She's almost 50. I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. I'm like, I don't know people at my age i don't hang around people at my age i'm sure they exist right but i'm not hanging out with people that are running out skipping out on bills during howard's homecoming i went to a brunch um and it was a brunch that i was invited to by a friend 
and like another like their friends like friend circle and all this stuff so i was kind of like i only knew a few people there but i went it was cool i was meeting people it was great wonderful well when it came time to like true up the the bill people weren't providing a tip we had this huge table um the food wasn't that great the service honestly wasn't that great but i'm a true believer and we pay our bills right that's just what we do so we went to it came time to like true up the bill and i end up paying something like almost 70 dollars for something that should have been 30 dollars. it was just a brunch right Mm -hmm. because people weren't paying their portion of the tip or their fair share of the bill or whatever i don't know these group of people but that's all i ever needed to learn you don't have to ever, (laughs) ever 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 worry about me going to something like that with that group of people ever again i don't believe in that so i feel like that could be like one bad experience, but she noted like two bad experiences of which she felt bad for somebody. Cause they were like in a bad financial situation and they couldn't pay for it. So she kind of had to pay for it. Then another time something similar happened. And so she had to pay for it. Fam, who you hanging with? Cause I'm like, yo, I got, it happened to me once. You ain't got to ever worry about that happening to me again. I will literally go and get my own check and say, Hey, look, I'm either going to go to the door and walk out or I'm going to pay for just my portion. But what I'm not going to do is be grouped and looped in with a group of people that's not going to pay their stuff. I feel like at this stage in life, in this day and age, like if we can stunt for the gram, we can stunt for our bill. Like (laughs) if you were going to a restaurant, my my dad always told me if you get invited to a restaurant, you scoop the restaurant before you get there. There should be no such thing as you get there being like, oh, my gosh, it costs this much. And especially now in the day of the day and age of the Internet. But back in the day, you literally could call them and say, hey, what's the average cost of an entree? They'll tell you the average cost of an entree on the phone. They don't know who you are. You can call them and tell them your name is Bob. They'll never know. You just call <laughs> them and ask them the question, get the answer, and make your determination from there. Is this some place that I want to go and spend my money? Can I afford to do this? Can I afford to do this with a 20% tip? Let me actually look at the menu and figure out what I'm going to order. How much is it going to cost? How much do I expect to spend? Maybe take that money out in cash and say, hey, all I have on me is cash. This is all I have. But this is enough to cover my meal and a 20, uh, 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 15 to 20% tip. Then I'm done. Like that's but she going places where people not doing this at all. What kind of people are you? Who is your circle, lady? Like Maybe that's why she's that's why she maybe that's why she wrote this because she I feel like she we should match. She got good friends. Yeah, I feel like we should write a response and be like, okay, so the real problem is you got to stop hanging with these savages because this <laughs> is not right. <laughs> like, this is not or right. Or you just need to stop hanging. You need to make sure that your friends have a good judge of character when they pick friends. Because, you know, when you go to parties, you, you're you at the mercy of who's going to be there based on your friends, other friends that right. you might not know. Right. So, but you need to have a group of friends that you know they pick friends with good character. Yeah. I not even good character cuz maybe that's not character, good finances. Um <laughs> I don't I feel like we all know and we can be fair like every I feel like everybody has that one friend that is what I used to call like I left my car at home. And mm-hmm. so like some kind of way something happened so their money is a little funny. Are they a little strap? 
once we identify that friend, right, we just don't bring that friend around other people for the sake of protecting your friend and also protecting your pocket. I don't want people to talk about my friend and I also don't want my pocket to get messed up because I'm trying to cover you when you ain't covering yourself. We know that we know who that friend is. We identify them, you know, we work with them accordingly and we just let it go. We don't put other people in a situation where we know somebody's financially irresponsible and we go into a restaurant of which we're going to split the bill, have to pay the bill or whatever. And you just up and getting out like, you know, that's a little it's a little different. So I I did get some I talked to some other people about it and I got a few different responses. Um, I talked to somebody who's from New York who feels that this is this should be the standard. Paying for people should be the standard. And I was like, well, maybe this is a Southern versus a Northern thing. Because in the South, this don't fly. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how much money you have. I think it would be cool and nice to pay for some large group. Unless you're balling. Yeah, but should those people expect it? I don't know. I just know that I was watching an interview years ago with uh, Oprah and Gail. And they were talking about going out with their friends and they were like, Oprah was like, the reason that she can maintain certain people as her friends because they never expect anything. She has a billion dollars and they never expect her to cover the tab at the restaurant. They always cover it themselves. Some of them going so far as to paying for the meal before they go so that she don't have to, to have the option to pay for them. I just feel like... <laughs> That's what we should be doing, fam. You got a job just like I got a job. Like, why you can't pay for your own meal? What, what is this about you expecting, wanting, thinking that I would pay for it? For what? Huh? Who came up with this, yo? Hey, I don't even know. I don't know anybody in my circle that got money like that to be doing that. Yeah, it just... To be inviting a group of people, that's a few thousand dollars. And even if even if they had, let's say we had the money, right, because we're going to get to a point where that might not be a bad thing. I don't know if I would expect them to do that if we're going to a restaurant. Now, one thing yeah, I if will, it's at somebody's house. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. One thing I will say, and another friend of mine told me that, like, they've gone to house birthday parties and got charged like a cover charge at the door. Well, I'm not paying that because that's stupid. <laughs> I feel like I know what rent parties are. I know I had a homegirl that actually used to throw rent parties in college. Um, I know how it works. I helped out on a rent party before. I got a little cut. I get it. Um, I'm not paying your rent. I'm not paying your mortgage. I don't understand why you're having a party at your house that I gotta pay for. Um, I'm you're better off telling me to bring a bottle, telling me to bring a covered dish, uh, telling me to bring a game. Don't tell me to bring cash. Right. Don't tell me to bring cash because I'm not coming. I don't understand why I'm paying for an event at your house. I just, it just don't make sense to me. I don't know. Um, So I can see something like that. I can also even see you have being charged to go to somebody's wedding. Maybe this is a little like awkward and it's just like, because I've never paid it, had to pay at a wedding, but I can see you saying, Hey, I'm coming to your wedding. 
nine times out of ten, I'm probably gonna have to travel to get to your wedding. I'm gonna have to, you know, maybe buy something really nice or really formal to wear at your wedding. I'm already incurring expenses for you, and I gotta get you a gift, a wedding gift to require me to pay to attend. That's a bit much. I kind of feel like weddings are an exchange in that way, in that you're either paying for a flight and hotel. Um, to come here on top of maybe renting a tux or something, or you're like, you know, buying a, a nice gift. So it's, you're going to buy me this nice gift and you have to pay me. At least I can do is like invite you to the wedding, feed you for the reception and have a good time. You know what I'm saying? I feel like weddings are kind of like an even exchange in that way. Um, but so I, I could see people complaining about that. That would make sense. I just, I feel like she was kind of looping anything of having to pay and even using the hash the hashtag guests don't pay. To me, that hashtag's a little it's a little unfair because it's like I think it depends on where you're a guest at. Like if you're a guest at my house, maybe you shouldn't pay. If you're a guest at my wedding, maybe you shouldn't pay. If you're a guest at this public restaurant, sitting next to the other 300 people that's sitting in here, also ordering the same off the same pricey meal as you are, like, fam, I'm not covering that. Like, I'm just not doing it. I'm not gonna pay for that if I. And I'm just like, well, I guess you're not coming. I mean, like for her, I'm not sure why she's. Yeah. I, I love the power of no too. those people that don't want to pay. You can easily say no. Like you can easily say, oh, I'm going to have to pay for my meal at this restaurant. I don't want to come. Now, the engagement parties from the engagement parties I've seen, you really don't. pay. It's like another reception. So I can get that engagement party. So, well, like actual parties, like at a venue and stuff like that at a restaurant. I guess, but I've never seen an engagement party at like a just restaurant. Usually it's like a venue where it's like, yeah, you know, everything's already set out. So, so I've never seen the engagement party at just a restaurant. I've, I've seen an engagement dinner done at a restaurant. Um, <laughs> I seen one cause I actually put one together, <laughs> but we're just post college. I, I mean, maybe we're a year removed from undergrad i mean i don't know at that stage if anybody was going to be footing the bill at a restaurant but i also think that the whole point of this was just it was kind of like a birthday celebration right like we're coming here and when we say when i say celebration let me clarify because maybe people are thinking there's like an e it's a whole event space type restaurant no literally we are going to the cheesecake factory even if we're saying like we're going to and i'm saying the cheesecake factory thinking about like undergrad but if if let's say we're going to like i don't know ruth chris right we're all going we're sitting at a table together we're ordering our meals i feel like it's kind of the the only thing is different is that we're probably going to have a conversation about commemorating this moment for this person and that person might stand up and say something we might give a toast and that's it like that really is the only different for the most part it really is just going out to dinner with a group of people for this reason so to me it's like if i go somewhere i automatically expect to pay for myself i appreciate you wanting to pay for me that's cool if you do it i'll probably accept it but i don't have the expectation for you to do this why because i'm grown and just like I go and make money, you do too. I don't feel like you have a lot of money to be throwing at me. 
I don't want you to do that. I don't know. It just seems awkward. It seems like I'm evading my own responsibility. I'm putting pushing off responsibility for somebody else like on me. I don't know. It just seems real awkward and I'm uneasy with that. I just I'm still stuck on the fact that she's so old right in this. Like that bothers me. Yeah, I just think and that, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking maybe so like, I think it it's might just, be. It's just jacked up my whole perspective of this. Us finding out her age. Right before. Free. Yeah. Because I really thought she was when like, me reading yeah. this, I was like, this a white woman. Yeah. Young. Probably grew up with a silver spoon. And this is just some stuff from white culture. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking that she was she probably yeah, she definitely had to have had she had an experience where she never had to think about money. She never had bills or finances or responsibilities of her own. So she didn't have to do it. Um, I don't, you know, we, we don't obviously don't know like the personal side of her story. Maybe she did, you know, work really hard to get all of this to, to obtain a certain level of money. It might just be, maybe one day we'll get to a place where we remember, we feel that way. I do remember, I remember listening to Ricky Smiley morning show years ago and Ebony still saying she hates going to a restaurant where you gotta split the check she was like that's so tacky and i hate it i feel like if we're going to a restaurant one person picks up the bill and that's it this is like pre-cash app venmo (laughs) square cat all it i don't and so for me i I just remember thinking wait so if you go out to dinner with a group of people one person got to pick up the check all the time i don't I just don't come from an environment where that's a thing. Maybe I need to be taught how to do this. But let's say I go to out to eat three or four times a week. How do we decide who's picking up that check? What if I end up being the person that's picking up the check three times a week? Like, can this not happen? I can get some restaurant saying or some places being like, hey, you know, I only, there's going to be one person that's going to pick up the check. Today, it's all like, hey, cash at me $45, bet. 45 45 45 45 I, you know, pay for it. We all good. That I can get that. It makes the transaction seamless. It's not a whole bunch of cards. I get it. I get the convenience of that. But the expectation that you're just going to pay for me, uh, yeah, that's not... I don't I don't got that. So I just thought... I thought, like, she, she must have just had like a different experience but maybe she i don't know maybe she has elevated to a level where that's what she knows that's what she learns and that's what her and her friends uh, apparently so <laughs> well apparently her friends don't do it because she's still getting invited to <laughs> she get walked out on because so they're just, walking out on checks that's... she just she just gonna not be going nowhere she's right. just gonna just gonna be her her husband and her three kids savage. going out to eat savage <laughs> I'm just like, and she is in the DMV area. So I know the DMV restaurants are different than in Florida. Because when I go to the DMV, it was an adjustment when I first, like, they don't bring you individual checks. They just bring you one check. And you got to, you know, either we all split it evenly or some people want to, you know, put they, they card number by what they have. Right. Yeah. Even so, that you still covering your own fam. I remember that being a little bit of adjustment. I remember saying, can we get separate checks? And they were like, oh, well, we just have one check. And then somebody being like, oh, well, what we do is we just calculate. I think the first time I experienced that was actually in New York. 
And it was like, they always bring one check. We'll just have to calculate it. And I remember it because I remember one of my friends laughing at me because I started calculating how everybody's portion of the t- the the tax too, the tax and the gratuity. <laughs> Fam, <laughs> I ain't got no problem with flipping this uh, receipt to the back and dividing, getting everybody's. This is what you you had. This is what you. So had. you ain't gonna I'm split a- it evenly. Uh, we 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 that time we didn't do that. Like I'm okay with I'm okay with splitting it evenly as long as it's fair. Um, I went to an event before and not an event. It was just like a happy hour. It was happy hour. They had food. We were at a table. It was like at the bar. I think it was like Bar Louie or something like that. People ordered multiple drinks, food. I had a single non-alcoholic drink. They brought the check. This is like a group of people that I was just meeting. And they were like, okay, we're going to split it all evenly. Excuse me, fam. I'm not going to split it evenly. I had a, like a Sprite. This was like $4. This says $45. I'm not paying $45 for a Sprite. Oh, well, you're new to the group. I'm surprised that you oppose. One thing you'll never get me on is how I spend my money. You're never going to get me on that. That's just not going to work. I don't care who you are. I ain't trying to impress you. I don't care what your bank account say. I do not care. If it is one penny more then what I think I should spend and I disagree, I am not spending it. That's just how it works. That's how my mind works. All my friends know and understand this. I preface anytime. Hey, call it what you want, but don't force me into doing anything with my money that I haven't agreed to. I don't want to do. And I feel like I'm a very generous person. I don't mind paying for dinners. I don't mind like, you know, picking up something or being like, oh, I got you. It's cool. Like, I'm that much, but that's because I have the option to do it. If you take away my option, we're going to have a major problem. I ain't doing it, fam. I get it. We When we went out, um, when we were, when I was in D.C. the last time, um, and it was like six of us, and the bill came, and it was like $400. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, all of us splitting it evenly. I didn't have drinks, but everybody else had like multiple drinks. So, but I was just like, I'm used to the culture. So I was like, oh, I can pay. And then the lady was like, y'all want us to split it? And it was like, oh yeah, you can. Um, So I was all ready to do it. Cause I'm like, I know how it is. So I didn't mind doing it. But if I had of like, if it had been like extremely. Yeah. I, I always. I finally I, had like a Sprite and no, cause I had food too. So it was like. Uh, but the drinks can't up though. Yeah, I was gonna say I, f- I always believe in being respectful to what the, what the table is doing. So when we, when I, if I recommend that we split it evenly, we had to be kinda. If everybody at the table is drinking, if we've all you, we've been here for a while, so everybody's ordered multiple drinks. I'm okay. I feel like at this point. We're okay with splitting it halfway. Just in the way that my mind works, I I believe in fairness and I want to be fair with your money because I want you to be fair with my money. I don't want you to expect me to have to pay for way more than I came here to do because especially if I haven't drank nothing, that means that 
y'all might be a little tipsy and buzz, so you ain't got to think about your bank account. Literally, my whole drive home, I'm thinking, why did I just spend this extra $30? Why did I just spend this extra $30? Why did I just spend this extra $30? And I, I could have had it to spend. I could have had surplus. I'm, it's not about, like, I ain't got it. It literally is just about whenever money comes out of my pocket, I need to be fully aware that it's coming out of my pocket, fully on board for why it's coming out of my pocket. I was just last week pissed off at DC because I had to pay this ticket that I got when me and you went out uh, for your birthday. When we went out, I got that $50 ticket and I just had to pay it. I was pissed. <laughs> Literally. Thinking I know. About- I must have been, the, I must have been jinxing everybody with tickets because Brian got a ticket when we went out for the basketball game. Yo, it just wasn't. It was on <laughs> something. I was literally, I paid the ticket. I woke up from a nap mad that I had to pay this ticket. I paid it like that morning, took a nap like after work, woke up pissed because that's $50 that I don't fully support coming out of my pocket. That's how my mind works. Like my this accounting degree of mine says, fam, you will not allocate funds to a place that you don't want them to go to. If you can't see the benefit of this, why are we doing it? What does this mean? I don't like to do that. So I don't, I want to do that. To nobody else. If we had a table, I want to be mindful of, Hey, Lisa didn't have any drinks guys. So let's us split out. Let's see if we can get her bill taken off separately. She'll still get her own portion of, you know, gratuity and taxes and cool, but let's separate her separately. And then the rest of us can, can split it easily just because we drank, I want to be fair. Like that's that's how my mind works. A lot of people don't do that, but I'm not ashamed to. Yeah, you know, Annie Look up my you. hand. You're a good person. Yeah, you're I just, person, you know, Randall. I want to be fair with your money because I want you to be fair with mine. <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> so if they got if the check four hundred dollars and you only had a sprite, you like, hey, um, it's not I'm a splitness. With hey, what did uh, Okoye say for black? Without question, <laughs> I am without question. Uh, come here, run, run me a bill that say four dollars so I can pay for this four dollars to bounce because I'm not, I ain't got no parts in that fam. And like, I'm gonna give you this 20 percent gratuity on this four dollars. Surely, absolutely, you will get your fair share of twenty percent. I'll pay it off top. I might even mess around and give you 50% if you do it right. Like, <laughs> But yeah, I'm not fit to give you no, no, it's not happening. <laughs> it's just not happening at all with me. Yes, don't pay. What y'all think? Y'all tell us what y'all think. Use the hashtag ChatBC. See, we'll be back with our toast or roast. All right, guys, we're back with the toast or roast portion of our show, and I'm going to dive right into a roast that I have this week. And this roast is going out to my dearly beloved girl who I've been riding for, Monique. Okay, so we all know what's been going on with Monique. We've been following it. I have been saying over and over and over again you know, let's hate the method. Let's talk about the method. Let's just dissect the method and pull the method apart. But let's hear what Monique has to say. Right. Cool. So Monique did a breakfast club interview um, of which Charlemagne kind of went in on her. There was a lot of things I disagreed with about what he was saying. I feel like he was intentionally missing a point. 
Um, I feel like he just was just refusing to hear her and she was refusing to hear him. There's this problem. I feel like the way that she approached him, you know, calling him by his first name when he has like a radio persona that she knows about consistently comparing herself to his mom and grandmother. Um, I feel like all of those things were just kind of wrong and just going to a personal space that he he's honestly not getting personal this is not a personal thing it's just like his opinion of which you know that's what we do so anyway um i i disagree with that but monique says something at the end of her interview and it really really rubbed me the wrong way it really really pissed me off um and i hate i absolutely hate when people do these things these types of things so what she said was she compared charlemagne to um she was talking about the movie the birth of a nation, which they had kind of, she had kind of referenced earlier. Um, and she was talking about Charlemagne not standing up for black women. And she said, you, my brother are just like that brother in that movie that took his wife up to that house to go be raped. Um, yeah, that was extreme. And that on the very, very base level of like, you were comparing somebody having an opposing view of your situation at the base level to slavery like come on fam like that's not that's not the same thing but what bothers me is i hate when people take very traumatic situations like that and situations that were very complicated and honestly whether the 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 man took his wife or not it was still going to happen he had absolutely no power i hate when people take the ideas or the instances that we we read about we learn about in slavery and we compare that to a weak person we compare that to a person that seems to not have backbone it seems to stand up for themselves because when we do that we insinuate that that that's that that slave that enslaved person did not have a backbone did not have strength what frustrates me was that in doing that it's like monique whether he took her or not she was going to be raped (laughs) if he refused to take her or went in there trying to stop those men that wanted to rape her they would have easily killed him. And then she would have been raped with a dead husband that cannot console her. So, ma'am, it is not the same thing to say that Charlemagne, because he is disagreeing with you, that he is going in on you, which I can completely, I can get with you. I can get back with you and say, hey, look, fam, I, I agree. Honestly, he was blatantly not wanting to hear your point. Honestly, he was finding one way, two way, three way, a new way to disagree with you. I 100% agree with that that fact. But you cannot compare that to a slave. And I know that you're talking about this film, A Birth of a Nation. I get the reference. It's fine. But in that film, this husband was faced with the the probably one of the worst situations that he could have ever been faced with. And he had to do what he thought was best, which is... I take you there and I walk you there for moral support, although I don't want to do this, but for moral support to let you know that I got you. I know that you went up there and got raped and as opposed to shunning you, 
or not being here, I come back and I try to console you so that I can be here for you because this is the best of the worst option. Could he have stood up and say, I am man, I'm going to protect my wife? Yes. But would he have been shot and killed? Yes. Would his wife have been left there without a husband? Yes. So is that then better? No, it's not better. So my roast is, is really just, I hate when people do that. Don't take slavery and don't try to like, uh, make these people that had this situation that we can't even understand. We can't even understand the psychology. I'm currently, I'm reading a book called the underground Railroad with my friend. And while it's based off fiction, there's a lot of like graphic things that happen that seem very, very realistic. Um, and that I can only imagine at, to some degree were realistic or things similar to that could have happened or did happen. And reading the book, one thing that keeps coming up is that I can't imagine how they feel. I can't imagine how they think. I can't put my mind to think the way that they think, constantly being under this level of fear, anxiety, uh, oppression, depression, like all of this. I can't imagine that. So to take a a situation in today's time where we have all of these privileges, where we have, we have more privileges than those enslaved Africans had back then and to compare someone's choice or, or, or decision to not support to somebody that was in essentially forced to do something. I just feel like it's careless. It's ignorant. It's disrespectful. And I feel like it further complicates and causes problems with people supporting your cause because you are in the way of trying to fight for justice for yourself. You are cutting out, carving out and, and, and knocking another person, which is not what I don't think you would mean to do. You want to do. And I would hope that you would understand that somebody could call you and correct you on that and, and it not be done. So anyway, I'm roasting Monique because I love you, baby, but that's just really wrong. And I love us for real. <laughs> she irritates me with the baby uh those i just it, honey it, sweet it, love baby Sugar. yeah because she because i'm like Darling. you upset with me so don't come at me like that yeah you it's, patron, it's very patronizing <laughs> just just say how you feel don't don't do that don't be fake so um i want to give a toast to dj elijah abagazi um and Heron Abagazi. Okay. Um, I think that's their names. The, I'm trying to pronounce it right. But they had a viral post. Um, they paid off their debt of $162,000. Nice. She included student loans, um, cars, and credit card debt. Nice. And they uh, lived off his income, 33% of it, and all the rest of theirs all his wife's income went to their debt and all the rest of that that um of his the 66 point i guess uh what is that you the math person 33 percent 66 is that 66 67 percent went to um to the debt his 67 of his income and 100 percent went to debt and they did that for three years um and they were like we turned down um hanging out with our friends we were just extremely disciplined we kept our same cars and just paid them off nice and they were just like they wanted to be able to live their life on their own terms and they knew they had to sacrifice 
to do that. And so it just it just was a blessing to see a young black couple just that focused, you know, because I think it's achievable for so many of us. Right. Um, And it just takes that sacrifice um, that oftentimes we don't want to do. Um, and it's just goals. That's yeah. that's what we call relationship financial goals. Now I don't know about their personal relationship, but their relationship financial goals that that's a real goal to, as a couple. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think it's I admirable. That's, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's beautiful. I've really been thinking about me. I mean, find somebody so I can pay off all my debt. Tired of these student loans. They got very. They thought about it as their debt, not just your debt and my debt. I was like, "Oh, okay, Look that's at nice." That. Well, they it's, it, it whatever it is, it's paid off now. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Eliminate it before you come to me. I ain't got time. Yeah. <laughs> well, now they now if they like save that same amount for like three years, they could probably buy a house cash. Yeah. I'm just trying to be in a debt-free life. I just want to pay off my student loans. I'll be done with all consumer debt, and I only have—I won't have a car. I won't have credit cards and anything. I will just have student loans by the end of April. So I'm excited about that. That's beautiful. But, but student loans is still a lot. So, well, I'm working hopefully on. Hopefully, I can pay off Salad May by the end of the year, and the government ones. I just be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm working on consumer debt now like that is like my push for the next like year to really knock out all my consumer debt and uh and then you know we'll face these student loans and i just don't know what we're gonna do with those well you know old betsy devoe and donald trying to get take away income-based repayment you know if they take away that the whole black Young professional DC, they it's just gonna collapse. The whole system gonna <laughs> collapse, fam. I don't know what what you. I just don't understand. Everybody, I, we all gonna be destroyed out here. <laughs> it's looking crazy. There's no income based repayment. What? <laughs> no, I don't. I just don't. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm. It's gonna be in. It's gonna affect white people. So if it affect white people, we know we gonna be safe because they gonna. They gonna act up, and you know they listen when white people act up. They don't listen when we act up. Yeah, I I don't. I'm not. I'm not subscribing to that. It's gonna be in lifetime of deferment, man. Cause okay, <laughs> good luck with my insurance policy. I got a few good ones. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so we're gonna get uh, yeah. Our good vibe is anonymous. It says we all make choices, but in the end, our choices make us. So um, mm. make the right choices, because uh, you got to live with those. That's it. Some choices we live with, we're upset with, like student loans. Um, <laughs> I'm not upset with the student loan. I'm more so upset with the repayment. <laughs> I was really excited to get that financial aid check, and now I'm really not excited to get this bill so yeah yeah that's that's how it is but thank you for watching not watching thank you for listening to another episode of brunch culture we appreciate your support we appreciate you listening and tuning in and sharing with your friends remember you can catch all our past episodes at brunchculturebc.com you can follow us on twitter at brunch culture on instagram at brunch underscore culture 
on Facebook at facebook.com backslash brunch culture. You can subscribe on iTunes, Spreaker, um, Stitcher, Google Play, and by just searching brunch culture, email us at brunchculturebc at gmail.com. Hashtag chatbc to interact with us and leave comments on iTunes about the show and give us feedback. We'd love to hear from you. It's it's amazing to be able to do this uh, with Randall. It's such a joy. Um, here at Brunch Culture, remember, everything is up for discussion.